0: Welcome back to the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast for Mastering Skills to Navigate Leadership in Life, Episode 19. If you have just found me in my work or are new here, welcome. I am so glad that you're here spending time with me today. In this episode, I want to talk about the concept of having a fixed mindset and how it can limit our potential for growth and development. Now, whether you're looking to lead yourself or others more powerfully, improve your career, your relationships, or any other area of life, this episode will provide valuable insights on how to adopt a growth mindset and unlock your potential. I'm going to explore the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and provide 12 tips for shifting towards a growth mindset. I'm also going to share a personal example of how a fixed mindset has affected me recently in my life and the powerful question that allowed me to notice it. So the personal example I want to share with you is this. Back in March, I went to Miami for a three-day live um, event. It was amazing. (laughs) It was part of a six-month mastermind, which I'm still in. I joined in February. And for context, there are 14 other coaches, aka my peers, in this mastermind with me. We work alongside of one another, build off ideas, concepts, and support each other throughout the work that we're doing. One component of this mastermind is to identify and complete a project within the six months that we're together. Now, I was so excited about this because I'd done it before, and that's where I created this podcast. It was amazing, and this time I knew what I wanted to create, so I was a little bit ahead of the game, so to speak. So, on my plane ride there, I imagined a blank slate and I did a ton of work on the flight. I outlined the concept of a particular program, the structure, the content, workshop ideas, who the program would serve, who it wouldn't serve, what it would and wouldn't do the timing, what everyone would get from an access perspective when they joined and what support would look like for them between calls. Essentially, I thought about all the things and I made a ton of decisions because I was in a space where I had time to think and time to create. Here's where it gets interesting. What I noticed after my return was on our weekly calls, even though I was making some progress, a few things started to happen that I began to notice. So the first was I was finding it really challenging to balance what I what needed to be done next which was for me the tech <laughs> which I've told myself I'm not good at and with a full roster of clients a podcast and trying to enjoy life outside of my coaching practice it became it became more of a challenge than I anticipated. Then my inner critic started comparing judging and criticizing me for not being as far along as my peers, even though there are so many variables to compare that there's no way that we can actually compare. So I was feeling then anxious, second guessing myself, especially as it related to the tech, because this was an area that again, I have told myself, I am not good in this area. So the result was I found myself feeling discouraged and I spent more time in inaction versus taking action from a creative or abundant place, which is really important to me, especially as I bring something new into the world. So this is what I started to notice. Now, as a leader previously... And for you listening now, if you've ever attended a day away strategy event, a workshop, a leadership training, a certification or course where you focused on learning and doing something different, I'm pretty confident that you can relate with what I'm sharing with you. Now, with some coaching, I was able to evaluate all of the things that I had done because my brain was serving up to me that I hadn't done anything, (laughs) which wasn't true. And while I was reflecting on that, And the next step, I came across a question that shifted my thinking. This was the question. Are you expanding or contracting? I'm going to say it again. Are you expanding or contracting? This hit me in the solar plexus because I know that for us to expand our thinking and our lives, it requires us to continually be learning, growing, and adapting as we respond to the challenges in front of us. And we're all facing challenges each and every day, especially now with everything happening within the globe. And how we navigate those challenges, that's how and when we build our own resilience and what's possible for us in the future. So to do so requires some energy, some effort and perseverance, because when we do or try new things, some of them just might not work out so well. (laughs) And then we go back and we try again and we continue to iterate until we succeed. So as a human, a leader and a person, an executive coach, I'm sharing this with you because I am you and you are me. We are human begin with. That's the very basics of what we, where we can all agree. And there will be days when we will expand and there will be days when we will contract. And it's important to be aware of the difference and figure out for ourselves how we can shift from one mode to the other. So I was contracting and I will say it took me some time to actually say that out loud to myself and get comfortable with the fact that, okay, this is, this is where I am And what it looks like for me when I'm contracting is really feeling resistance, being rigid in my thinking, no, I'm not good at tech, no, I can't do this, I can't do that, and not taking risks, which are the hallmarks of a fixed mindset. So people that have a fixed mindset believe intelligence and abilities are fixed traits, that they can't be changed. They avoid challenge, give in or give up. We believe it's fruitless when we're in there. It's like, Oh my gosh, we might as well just give everything it up. When we're up against something that feels hard, believing that there's only one way of doing things and that we want to prove it to validate it. We do dismiss critique. We resist change. We rely on those old methods and old ways of doing things. And you can imagine for yourself the result of this mindset over time. A lack of creativity, a lack of innovation. Now, people with a growth mindset believe that their abilities and intelligence can be developed through some hard work, some dedication, some perseverance. They see challenges as opportunities to learn and improve rather than being a personal flaw. They're open to feedback, willing to embrace new ideas, alternate perspectives, and encourage others to to keep learning, to keep developing skills, to take on or to participate in new challenges. And by doing so, create a culture of growth, development, and continuous improvement. And this is one of the benefits of, of my being in this mastermind. I have other people to help me with this. People with a growth mindset keep taking action, they keep moving forward by reminding themselves of the goal and why it was important in the first place. So my goal is to coach new leaders to develop an authentic brand and style, tame their inner critic through mental fitness, and navigate leadership, life, and career transitions. Why this is so important to me is I believe leaders aren't getting the support they need and my personal view is it's time to redefine leadership. and I want to be a real I want to be a part of that. The days of command and control in my mind, <laughs> and I realize there are other minds, and that's okay. It's time for a people-centric approach versus command and control. So this alone, going back to that, going back to the basics for me, my values and beliefs reinvigorated me to stop listening to my critic, stop comparing myself to others, and stop telling myself I'm no good at tech, and to get a plan in place to get moving again. So here I'm going to shift into what you as a leader can do to develop more of a growth mindset. I have 12 tips for, for you, so you can pick and choose from this list and try different ones and figure out what works for you. But first, if you don't know where you are, you can't get where you want to be. So there's a bit of an assessment whether or not you are more in a growth mindset or more in the fixed. I've given you some thoughts about what they are so you can assess for yourself. All change begins with awareness. The second one is to notice how you speak and act. Do you think and feel that you have the answers already? If so, that might be a fixed mindset. Try to be more open, more curious. Seek to understand and gain knowledge by asking questions versus sitting in judgment or criticism of yourself or others. A third way is, I'm just going to give you some quick hacks, to interrupt the thought patterns. So if you notice that your brain is offering you all of the what if reasons why you can't, <laughs> I'm not smart enough, I don't have the skill, I can't, I'm going to fail, etc. What if you tried to exchange that for what if you could? More possibility focused. What if I surprise myself? What can I learn? What if I can? What can I learn when I try? So if you notice your brain offering the if this and if that, <laughs> because our brain like to focus on all of the things that could go wrong, try adding even if and answering some of those questions, which can, which can get you out of the thinking part, the stuck part into the doing part. When you find yourself thinking or saying, I'm not very good at this, you could add, yet, I'm not good at this yet. That's what I'm doing. I'm not good at the tech yet. Another hack is, if you notice, I should. You could ask yourself, why should you? Who said it? And then ask, if I wanted to, would I? And just be curious and see what happens. The fourth tip I have for you is to embrace challenges or begin to see them as opportunities. So here it's it's around focusing on the potential growth and learning that comes from trying. Instead of viewing challenges as obstacles to avoid, reframe them as chances to develop new skills, expand your knowledge, become more resilient. Approach challenges with a positive attitude and a willingness to learn rather than feeling discouraged or giving up. The fifth tip is to stop proving, seeking approval or validation from others. Here you want to focus on your values, your values, your goals, instead of seeking external validation. Approval and a validation can feel great (laughs) when you approve or validate of yourself as well. But when we outsource it externally to ourselves, it can feel bad for us, especially when we don't get it. Like if we're waiting on it from someone else and we can't validate it ourselves by evaluating what work we have done, we can feel like we've done something wrong or that we are wrong. And that's just not true. As a human, by the fact that you're here in the world, nothing has gone wrong. You are right on time. You're doing all of the things you can be doing. And there can be some areas that you can explore with. I want to consider focusing on being happy versus being right. When we when we feel that we are right, when we're in that space and that energy that we're right, we're actually making someone else wrong. And there's room for both in most cases. I mean, I do realize that there are some things that are quote unquote right by definition and mathematical formulas, et cetera, are examples of that. But from a viewpoint, from a personal point of view, I'm not really sure that there is one right way to go. I'm actually pretty sure it's not. (laughs) So there's room for both. We want to lean and practice on self-compassion and remind yourself it's okay to make mistakes or having a differing opinion or a way of working that's different from someone else's. What works for me might not work for you. And that's why there's 12 tips to choose from. Another thing to think about here is surrounding yourself with supportive and non-judgmental people can really help boost your confidence and reduce a need for external validation. Here, what a great question is, is if my opinion was the only one that mattered, what would I do then? So it's interesting. I'm going to share. I've been conditioned so much to think from working in the corporate environment that I need to have my ideas my decisions, my recommendations, because that was part of my role, I need to have them validate or or, or, quote-unquote approved or get the quote-unquote green light from someone else. And this has been a lot of my learning as I run my own business is I get to decide. So if I get to decide, (laughs) what's my decision? Okay, so this brings me to tip number six, which is seek feedback, Now, here are a couple of caveats. Be specific specific about what you want feedback on. Ask open-ended questions and encourage some detailed responses. Consider the source of the feedback and their expertise. So depending on the work, it might be important to seek it from someone you really trust, right? You know the answer to that. You are the expert on you. Be open to constructive criticism and take it as an opportunity for growth. So what I can say here is sometimes I get feedback on my podcast and I look at that and say, okay, what of this can I bring into this? What is really useful for me? And I've gotten a lot of really good feedback that has been worth folding into how I do things. Another piece here is around having gratitude for the feedback that you do get. So for all of you that have reached out and given me feedback, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You have made this podcast better. Tip number seven, persevere and learn from failure or critique. Here's where it's important to adopt a growth mindset because failure and critique are opportunities to focus on aspects you can improve by learning and growing rather than taking criticism personally. So I could make criticism mean something about me as a human, But I'm not doing that. I'm taking the criticism to say, how can I make this product, this podcast, or in your case, whatever piece of work it is you're doing as a leader, how can I make that better? And making those tiny adjustments can help us develop resilience and improve ourselves over time. Tip number eight. Embrace new ideas and perspectives. Now, one way to do this is to actively seek out diverse viewpoints and engage in open-minded discussions. This is where having a coach can help or having, um, you know, being in a group of other peers can really help you do that. Another way is to challenge your own assumptions and biases and be open to learning from others. This was key for me because one of the things that I was doing was comparing myself. So I took time to objectively look at what I had done. My brain sent me in the assumption I'd done nothing. I mentioned that earlier. And in evaluating what I had done, it gave me the ability to poke holes in the lie that my fear-based brain was giving to me. So I could show myself that actually wasn't true. I had done a lot. Tip number 9. Seek out opportunities for learning new skills and developing knowledge. There are many ways to do that, many ways to do this, so I'm not going to go into them here, but it's important to stay curious and open to new learning experiences to continue growing both personally and professionally. Bringing me to tip number 10, be willing to take calculated risks. This one's kind of funny. Start small and gradually increase the level of risk. I said it was kind of funny because for me, that's me and the tech. I need to start small, gradually increase my level of it. Do some research, gather some information to make informed decision. What platform will I use next? And to remind myself of the potential benefits of taking those risks. Again, what can I learn? Reflecting on the times that I took risks before. So from a podcast perspective, I've taken some risks. They were successful. I can boost my own confidence and motivate me to take on a little bit more risk. And you can do the same. Tip number 11, create a safe space for others to take risks. So as a leader, you might be asking yourself, how can you do this? You can create a safe space for others to take risks by setting clear expectations, providing support and resources, acknowledging the learning from failures and fostering collaboration, encouraging that open communication amongst your team. And by going first, you can always go first, lead by example. You can foster this by celebrating diverse perspectives within the team. This brings me to the last tip, which is tip number 12, recognize effort and improvement associated with learning, not just results, which I see so often in corporate world and with the leaders that I coach. We focus so much on the results, but not what we learned along the way. Encourage yourself and the team to take, take to view those challenges and setbacks as opportunities for growth. There's growth in there. And when effort and improvement are acknowledged and praised, we're more likely to believe in our abilities and that they can be developed through hard work and dedication. So as I wrap up, I want to say that having a fixed or growth mindset isn't binary. Most people are somewhere in between. You probably are too. So it's essential to be aware of our thinking, the direction that our brains are moving in, and make conscious efforts to redirect our brain and expand our thinking. By doing so, we can open ourselves up to so many more possibilities, ideas, and solutions. We can increase our motivation and our resilience versus limiting our growth, the growth of of others, and our ability to adapt and change, and theirs too. So I want to leave you with this. The Leadership Lens program is coming. (laughs) You will hear about it as soon as I nail down the tech and whatever goal you have in front of you. I hope that you choose to take a step toward growth today. The great news is it's never too late to start. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. You know how to find me and I will see you next week. Goodbye. (music) thanks for listening your feedback is a gift please rate and review with your honest opinion subscribe and share with your colleagues especially if you've worked with me and found value in the work we've done together connect with me in my favorite places linkedin and instagram my website is cynthia Jamison coach all lowercase all one word dot ca until next time make it a great week